Hi, welcome to The Road Least Traveled. My name is Suli and I'm your host. In this podcast, I share with you what I've learned from my journey of self-awareness and spiritual awakening, and also some simple and practical tips to help you in your own journey. So stay with me. Let's work this thing out together. Hi, everyone. I'm making an effort to sound extra chirpy because if I didn't, I'd sound half dead. Today is so hot, it's really scorching. So I'm going to try my best to sound cheerful, okay? Today's episode is Why Are Scapegoats Isolated? Once you know this, you'll be very powerful. You're a truth seeker, and that makes you a threat. Even as a toddler, you were a threat. You may not have had the knowledge or language to express it, but it showed in your expressions, which of course you couldn't control as a child, but it showed all over your cute little face that you saw through people's facades and your sweet, innocent face looked judgmental to the guilty. At first, you kept quiet because you weren't sure of yourself, not sure if you were imagining it. And because you're inherently a nice person, you gave everyone the benefit of the doubt. But fearful and guilty people saw your silence to mean that you're quietly scheming something against them or that you're going to expose them. So they shut you down before it happens. You grew up confused. Right was wrong and wrong was right. But your wisdom and strength of character just knew on a deeper level that something wasn't quite sane in this dynamic. When you started to express your opinions, you were shut up. You didn't know why you were punished for expressing just what you saw and felt. And as you grew older, you kept seeing the truth. It's not that you actively choose to, you just saw it and you thought you were mad, sometimes even evil, because that was what you were told. Over time, you learned to shut up. I think everyone was born with the ability to see more than what meets the eye, but most will suppress that ability because life is easier that way. Except for scapegoats, that ability is irrepressible. You can try to suppress it all you like. It won't work. So accept it as your superpower. Scapegoats are isolated early on in life because they just see too much. They're just too inconvenient. Nobody wants to see what's happening in a dysfunctional dynamic. Instead, they keep quiet and remain in fear and survival mode, not the scapegoat. The scapegoat is persistent in seeking the truth and is often misunderstood as wanting to expose others. But actually, the scapegoat is just a natural truth seeker. And thanks to the punishments, you're now even more resilient. You know, what didn't kill you made you stronger. Now, I'll tell you why isolation is the best thing that happened to you. I don't know what stage you're at, and I don't want to trigger you, but I do have very positive things to say about this, so stay with me. Scapegoats grow up with some kind of scapegoaty vibe. I'm sure you know what I mean. In many situations, you feel like you're the odd one out. You feel isolated. That's because life has been preparing you for the ultimate journey that leads to self-love. Do you know what a great gift that is? Granted, it's not everyone's path, but it is your path as a scapegoat. 
You know, right, that in a narcissistic family, the roles assigned are the scapegoat, the golden child, and the invisible child if there's a third one. Well, in broad terms, anyway. As I mentioned before, I'm not going to go into narcissism extensively because, you know, you can get it from other channels that focus on that. I mention it briefly here only to provide context. My objective is to help you move forward. If there are any adult golden children here, please offer your views. Scapegoats have no idea what you go through, and I respect that your journey was probably no picnic either, though it looks like it from the outside. Scapegoats, of course, you're more than welcome to contribute your views. I'm just beginning to know my listeners, to know you, so it would be very helpful if you give me your feedback, because then I can refine my content to be more relevant to you. Now, without intending to offend anyone, the scapegoat is the one with the best chance at spiritual growth and self-love, sustainable self-love that's not dependent on external circumstances, whether it's material wealth status or approval. God knows we never got any approval. So we have more determination to seek it within ourselves. Self-love is not dependent on things going your way to make you happy. The high that scapegoats get is internal. That's the source of your happiness and peace. And of course, that has everything to do with our partnership with the universe, God or source energy. This is a direct consequence of being isolated from people. First, you are isolated by family. And then you carried those vibes with you and you feel like you don't fit in wherever you go. And then as though things couldn't get any worse, even the universe seems to be creating circumstances to further isolate you. There's a very good reason for this. I'm not a religious person, but I do want to share with you a phrase that I think has so much truth in it, and it's this. People say that God loves us so much he wants us all to himself or herself. The way I see it, it's because we are a part of God. What it means to me is that God, or the universe as I prefer to call it, wants integration with us so we become whole. The universe is not separate from us. It is us. We were created, what, 13, 14 billion years ago during the Big Bang, and energy doesn't get destroyed. So the intelligence that created us is in every one of us. It's still there somewhere, and we just need to look for it within us. From my own experience, isolation leads to integration with this higher power. I hope I'm making sense to you. Isolation takes us away from the mess, the illusions and the distractions of this world and, and forces you to know yourself. Every day we're bombarded with other people's opinions. We subconsciously absorb their vibes, whether we want to or not. We absorb the news, whose purpose is to keep us distracted from our inner world and therefore keeps us asleep. You know, it's hard, I'm not going to lie to you, but it's worth it. Once you embrace the isolation, you'll achieve this integration with the universe. You become whole, your soul vibration rises, and you'll meet people of the same soul vibration. And, ta-da, your external circumstances change. It's not that other people change for you, it's that you'll attract people who have done the inner work that you have. And that's when alignment happens. You align with them and with circumstances that add value to your spiritual well-being. This is where your physical, mental, and spiritual isolation ends. Scapegoats need to support each other. 
because no one else will. I mean, I don't mean to sound pathetic or anything like that, but come on, let's just call a spade a spade, okay? Let's just accept the fact that whoever who isolated us really don't care. Nobody actually calls up the scapegoat to say, hey, how are you doing? You know, everyone is fussing around the narcs. Scapegoats have to support each other. So if you find this helpful, please like, subscribe and share it so that, you know, some poor scapegoat out there might get some value out of this and feel less alone. Okay, I'm going to go make myself another refreshing cucumber and lime drink. You take care and I'll see you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. If you found this of value, please follow and share it.